Welcome to Rapture, a Bioshock lorecast, where people of the Bioshock fandom can come together to experience life beyond the sea. So buckle into your bathosphere, ready your plasmids, and let's dive in as we explore the history and lore of the Bioshock series. Welcome to Rapture, a Bioshock Lorecast. This week, guys, we'll be talking about plasmids. And first off, pick your plasmid and evolve. Plasmids are a special serum made from processed atom that introduced stem cells into the body, allowing genetic modification and mutation, giving the user what some might call superpowers. Uh, like we've learned in the last episode, active plasmids required Eve for use, while passive plasmids called gene tonics provide an effect merely by being equipped. Plasmids are powerful, but excessive use of them leads to physical and mental addiction and instability. These were a major factor in the eventual downfall of Rapture Society. Now the history of plasmids. Creation and Uses When Bridge Tannenbaum discovered property uh, the properties of atoms, she began seeking help from Frank Fontaine for financing and equipment. He later introduced her to Dr. Yi Shou Chong, another brilliant geneticist. Together, the two scientists developed the first plasmid for what would eventually become Fontaine's Futuristics, Fontaine's own science company. Plasmids were first introduced to Rapture as to the Rapture's consumers as domestic aids. Start fire instantly, pick up objects from a distance, light a lamp by zap zapping with electricity etc. Although their use could be uh, distorted into harmful ways, as we learn. This reality became apparent when Rapture's security forces uh, were confronted by a group of splicers while conducting arrests of Fontaine and seizing his properties in connection for the smuggling ring. When Fontaine's presumed death in the shootouts, the Central, the central Council transfers stewardship of his atom product company to Andrew Ryan and Ryan Industries. This takeover was objected by uh, parts of Rapture's population rejecting government involvement in business and those believing that Fontaine's charity works. This led to tension growing in the city. A genetics arm race. Imagine if you could be smarter, stronger, healthier. What if you could even have amazing powers? Light fires with your mind. That's what plasmids do for a man. This was said by Atlas, as we know as Frank Montaigne. Preparing for the disorder to come, Ryan started marketing Atom products to be used for citizens' home defense under his own company's brand. A civil war erupted after Atlas followers bombed the night bombed at 1958 New Year's Eve celebration at Kashmir Restaurant. The use of plasmids evolved into a genetics arm race as both sides in the conflict further equipped themselves. 
Field tests were conducted by Sinclair uh, Solutions on more powerful and diverse plasmids and tonics. The population degenerated into insanity as side effects of Adam overuse became endemic. Brian finally restored by adding mental control pheromones into his products to influence the splicers and win the war against Atlas. An alternative to uh, inject injections. Before the Civil War, So Chong worked on a new form of plasmid, which was an oral ingestion rather than injection into a bloodstream. This method, while making it a better marketing standpoint, required use of at least 10 times the previous quantity of Adam, and Fontaine recalled the production because of the excessive cost of raw genetic material. When Fontaine Futuristics passed to Ryan's hands, the latter reinduced them for cells as a painless alternative of the original injectable products and under Ryan's in, uh, Industries brand. The idea itself was exploited by Jeremiah Fink, a business using transmissional technology to plagiarize scientific wonders from a neighboring reality to create his own figures. Fink stole Shum Chung's work on Adam and improved it in his own laboratories. Uh, though, ironically, the scientist was able to profit from the situation and propose the idea to Ryan as his own after taking notes of Fink's procedures. Their production in Rapture was abandoned sometime during the Civil War when Adam became a valuable resource to win the conflict and shortage was a burden on both sides. Now we're going to different plasmids. Plasmids were, are often found, obtained, and brought with, bought with Adam throughout the course of Bioshock. Jack has a limited number of plasmids, actively equipped plasmids, and he currently equipped plasmids he can change at Gene Bank. The player may purchase additional slots and select plasmids at the gatherer's garden. The player can purchase a third level version of plasmids without having the first two as a without having the first two levels. Now on to plasmids of Bioshock. First up is Cyclone Trap. Set traps for unsuspecting enemies. Lure your foes into deadly ambushes. The effect spawns a mini tornado that flings any splicer steps into it into the air. The location, first available purchase of the Gathers Garden Arcadia. Uh, purchase price is 60 Adam. Next up, Electric Bolt. Stun your foes with a thousand volts. Shock them in water to deal damage. Sends a joint of electricity to electrocute an opponent or to open a few locked doors in Rapture. Has two upgrades. The location found in Gatherer's Garden and Welcome to Rapture. There is no price. Next up, Enrage. Enrage your enemies. Laugh as your enemies fight each other. Effect. Causes the target to attack anyone in the near vicinity. Location. First available purchase the Gathers Garden in a medical pavilion. Price sixty Adam. Cry out for Big Daddy's help. Make him think you're a little sister. Watch as he fights to protect you. Hypnotize Big Daddy. Effect hypnotizes a Big Daddy into thinking the user's a little sister and it will protect Jack for a short amount of time. This has one upgrade. 
location, only available as a reward for Bridge Tenenbaum after rescuing three little sisters. Next up, Incinerate. Light up foes to a thousand degrees. Warning, fire spread. Effect sets the target on fire, dealing damage over time. Also ignites any flammable objects in the firing radius. Has two upgrades. Location, found in the internal flame crematorium in the medical pavilion. There is no asking price. Next up is Insect Swarm. Unleash insects against groups of enemies. Attack lots of enemies at the same time. Effect spawns a swarm in hornets which will home in on the nearest enemy, damaging them as well as distracting them from the player. This has two upgrades. Location, first available for purchase in the Gatherer's Garden in the Silverwing Apparary in the Farmer's Market. Price, 60 Adam. Next up is Security Bullseye. Trick the security system. Set security bots and turrets on your enemies. Effect causes all security devices in the area to attack the target. Location, found in the Wharf Master area in Neptune's Bounty. Price, 60 Atom, if not picked up in Neptune's Bounty. Sonic Boom. Knock foes back with Hurricane Force. Laugh as they bounce off the wall. Effect. Creates a powerful burst of air in front of the user, knocking back any enemy or objects caused caught in the blast as well as damaging them. This has one upgrade. The location first available for purchase in the Gatherer's Garden in Neptune's Bounty. This is only available for the original PC and Xbox uh, 360 versions. Price, 40 Atom. Next up is Target Dummy. Distract your enemies. Buy yourself time in dangerous situations. Spawns a hologram that distracts any enemy, allowing the user to escape. Location, first available for purchase in the Gatherer's Garden and Neptune's Bounty. Price, 60 Atom. Next up is Telekinesis. Throw objects at foes. You can even catch grenades and throw them back. Effect holds the targeted object towards the user and allows them to throw it forward, dealing physical damage to anything it hits. Location. Found in the Gatherer's Garden in Dandy Dental and Medical Pavilion. There is no asking price. Next up is Winter Blast. Freeze your enemies. Shatter them into a thousand pieces. Effect temporarily freezes the target, allowing them to be shattered using another weapon. This has two upgrades. Location, first available for purchase in the Gatherer's Garden in Neptune's Body. Price, 60 atoms. And a plasma that may not end up being in the game. Uh, little Sisters Antidote. Effect allows the player to rescue Little Sisters. Location, received by Trent. Bridge Tannenbaum in the Medical Pavilion. There is no asking price. Now for plasmids that have been removed from the game. First up is Aggressor Internet. Uh, Aggressor's Internet was a plasmid that existed in the early video Bioshock narrated, narrated by Ken Levine, but was ultimately removed from the game before release. This plasmid is a similar function of Enrage and Security Bullseye, but is slightly different than both. If the player used it on an enemy, it would have caused everyone in the area to attack it. 
the specifications at the time. Use. Characters hit with a splicer, Aranit, became an enemy of all splicers. Cost, 20 E. Slot bonus, none. Sales pitch, would it be nice to avoid the unpleasantness of violence around you? Sometimes you just want someone else to do your dirty work. Splicers, Aranit, <laughs> causes over-spliced people to lose all control of their anger centers. Spicer's internet. Sometimes your best friend is your worst enemy. Next up is Parasitic Killing. Parasitic Killing was a plasma that existed in the early versions of the game, um, but was ultimately cut uh, from the final version. The plasma would have fired an energy bolt at enemies, damaging them and healing the player. As with most other plasmids, a parasitic killing would have had three levels of advancement. In addition, certain certain spider splicers variants would have been able to use this plasmid. These enemies would have appeared in multiple levels, including Point Prometheus and Robbing Gowns, uh, and would have looked the same as regular spider splicers. Specifications: Use fires the energy bullet that damages enemies and heals you. Costs 2 Eve. Sales pitch. Parasitic killing. His pain, your gain. Next up, Sanctuary. Sanctuary was a plasmid, again, in the early version of the game, but was cut. Uh, in one of the podcasts, the developers revealed that it would have created a protective bubble around the player, absorbing all damage from a limited time. This was useful in early versions of the game, since hacking made the player vulnerable. When the game was changed to be paused by hacking, the developers felt that pl this plasma was no longer served its purpose. Uh, there is no specifications or anything about it. Um, but although Bioshock 2 returned to the previous me uh, method of hacking, the ability closest to this identical one would be portrayed as natural camouflage. Up next will be Speedy Booster. Speedy Booster, again like all the others, was cut from the original, uh, from the final version. It allowed the player to run at a tremendous speed for a brief period of time, ultimately serving the function similar to Aerodash, a plasmid from Bioshock 2 multiplayer. Uh, posters for the plasmid can still be seen in the early screenshots of the game. Specifications at the time. Uses use dramatic dramatically increases movement speed. Costs six Eve. Uh, the duration, 6 seconds, slot bonus, 1 additional, sorry, slot bonus, additional 1 second per slot. Sales pitch, feeling tired, run down, need a boost to get your work done quicker? Speed booster is here. Splicing speed booster increases your efficiency, increases your efficiency beyond your imagination. Soon that promotion will be yours. Speed booster, quick like a fox. Behind the scenes. Although the plasma was removed, a reference to it can be found in-game. If the player would look at the evolution in the bottle, plasma poster outside Gardner Deluxe Modern uh, in the Southern Hall for Frolic, in the article and the art subtitles on it, it will read, Quick like a fox, speed booster. The Bioshock tech demo shows an early version of the same location with the speed booster poster in place of the uh, plasma poster which reveals that the two posters were switched once Speed Booster was cut, while leaving the subtitles unchanged. The same Evolution in the Bottle poster and subtitles also appear outside Robertson's Tobacco Orion and Poseidon Plaza for Frolic, which was originally the Speed Booster poster as well. 
And last off is teleportation. Teleportation. Get there in a hurry. Teleportation, again, was cut from the game. It would have been given uh, Jack the ability to teleport from any area to another design location at any moment. This would have been easy to escape the overwhelming battles, but automatically, automatically, auto, automatic, automatically transferring from that point to another much safer location. This worked by marketing a certain spot of for the plasma to teleport back to, uh, back to. From there, the player will automatically teleport from the current whereabouts to the spot where the marker was placed. Whenever a new teleport marker was placed, the last teleport marker placed would disappear. History. Plasma was first developed by a Fontaine Futuristic, but it was never released due to its instability. When Andrew Ryan took over Fontaine's assets, including Fontaine Futuristics, he planned to continue to work on the teleportation plasmid. Although the plasmid was never released to the public, advertisements for it can be found throughout Rapture, suggesting Ryan Industries succeeded in creating a working version. Uh, and Bioshock. Although featured in Hunting the Big Daddy demo trailer, this plasmid was cut from the final version of the game. In episode 11 of the Bioshock Community Podcast, the developer said that they ultimately removed the plasma because of, of its potential to cause havoc with scripted events in the game. Examples including teleporting out of, fisher, out of the fisheries in Neptune's batting and setting a teleport marker in the bathosphere station in Arcadia before the trees in the area get killed, thereby skipping the entire level. It could also be used a raptor standing control. Player would teleport away from Andrew Ryan, or finally, or it, it may have been used in Olympics Heights in Apollo Square, where if the player had teleport and set a teleport marker, one could cause a bug by teleporting while their plasmid loadout changed. Some Houdini splicers have the similar ability, which appears to be teleportation, but only makes them invisible to the removed plasmid. However. Other Houdinis do appear to teleport, such as those of Fort Frolic, who appear in places that are nearly impossible to get to. Frank Fontaine also clearly teleports in the final level. An advertisement for teleportation plasmas are shown in posters in the Welcome Center and the Medical Pavilion, above and to the left of the Gatherer's Garden Machine. It is also featuring ads around Fort Frolic. Specifications at the time. Use, place a beacon, and instantly return to it. Cell pitch. Using a newly discovered genetic proximity and duplication characteristics, you can cross the dis distance in a blink of an eye. Teleportation. Be there. Changing rooms. Teleportation makes an actual appearance in Bioshock's downloadable content changing rooms in World of Hurt. In World of Hurt, a teleportation plate is located in each stage of the challenge. Usually near the Little Sisters vent, the teleportation poster, which will activate after completing each stage. Standing on the active plate in the central hub teleports the player back to the stage they just left. And that is all the removed plasmids. Again, like Gene Tonics, I want to know what plasmids did you like to use? Which ones were not your favorite? Uh, me personally, I loved uh, Sonic Boom, Insect Swarm, and Incinerate. Incinerate, I used probably way too much than I should have probably been using it. But 
you always seem to go toward, you know, go towards one that you just like a bit more than the rest. Um, please let me know which ones did you like the most, which ones did you like the least, and we will talk to you in the next episode. This has been Rapture, a Bioshock Lorecast. We want to thank you for joining us, and we hope you follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify as we go along our journey into the history and the lore of the Bioshock series. Let us know who you would like us to go over. Also, would you kindly leave us a review and follow us on our new Twitter at A Lorecast. And also, join us for the next episode.